See, if we could look down and I see Mitch Wiener's in here now, and he's going to get to stick his nose into there, okay? You've seen Lethal Weapon, Turner and who? Tango and Cat, Red Heat. When it comes to movies about mismatched cops, you've seen them all. Until now. Up against the wall, dirtbag! Get your hands off me, pig! Cuff him, Frank! Right, Joe? Let's spread him! Do what he says! Hey, who are you talking to, man? We're talking to you, scum! Wait, man! There's only one of you! There are two personalities in the same body, and they're both on the force in Schizo Cop. Hey, move over! I'll drive! You drove last time! Give me your keys! Make me shut up! You shut up! One cop doing the job of two. He's his own worst enemy, but he's got to learn to live with himself. Ready to order, honey? Yeah, I'll have the London broil. No, the snapper. I want meat. I want fish! Hey, you honey? hate fish! You hate me! Honey. Shut up! You shut up! Good cop. Bad cop. Schizo cop. I'm going in. Cover me. Right behind you, partner. Twice the violence. Half the actors. Schizo cop. Starring James Woods as himself. All right, just a second. We're real busy here, okay? Leave us alone. Sometimes. Oh, man. So Mitch Ween came in, our chief engineer, and he's uh, taking a car machine out. So that was on CD, by the way, for those of you who keep like a little program every day at home who have no lives at all and keep track. And I do have a screwdriver, which I borrowed from Mr. Ween, which is very unusual because usually the engineering department does not allow these out of their hands. Oh, man. You're listening to the best of Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. This Ready afternoon at 2, it's Rick and Suds. Now back to the best of Neil Rogers. Highlights of previously recorded programs on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Here's President George Bush. You know, when I'm out there campaigning... Hey, you stink! Sometimes my energy gets as low as my ratings. That's why I always carry a big crock of this. George Bush's campaign trail mix. It's my source of primary energy. It's full of nutty proposals, sweet deals, the rich flavor of capital grains, and if you dig deep enough, you might even find some fruits. <laughs> I tell you, keeps me a regular guy. <laughs> yes, George Bush's campaign trail mix. A little hard to swallow, but it's just what the spin doctor ordered. Mm, it's good. Good. Cellular one line. Cellular one line? Yeah. George. Yeah. Rob Stravinsky, I'm uh, Rick's pool guy. Okay. Rick's, Rick's pool guy? Man, Rick. you're chronic. No, I'm not chronic. I hear you call Rick all the time. Tell, uh, ask Neil yeah. to not do anything about a heater until he talks to me. Really? Yeah. Because I just, I'll give him all my, I don't want to sell him a heater, but I may be able to make him a deal. On what? Well, I may get air energy to, to, to put one in there for about cost if he can talk about it on the air. Can't do it. He can't do it. Plug Ola. Oh, yeah. 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 Can't do it. Go directly to jail. Do not connect, uh... You know. Do not pass go. Right. No, I mean for cost. Well, but can't it. talk about it on the air, though. Oh. But anyway, let me just... Everybody's uh, so looking for a plug. Them. You know, they can bring me a little meal for five bucks, uh, you know, but not the $3,100 pool thing. Go on the air and talk about it. Right. Highly right. frowned upon by Cox Enterprises, Inc., and the FCC, and the federal government, and uh, President Bushmeister. Right, right. Well, just um, 
I'd like to speak to him just so I can tell him about the efficiencies of the different okay, units. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Pay. Hold on a second. All right. WYOD, let's go to line eight. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yeah. I'm Rob, uh, Rick's pool guy. Oh, yeah. I've heard you call uh, Rick. Right. Well, what I wanted to do is uh, if I could get your home address and I'll send you some paperwork on the uh, on the different heat units that are available. Well, you're never going to believe this, but this afternoon, at, uh, this afternoon, I don't want to tell you what time, but I got the guy from uh, People's Gases coming. Uh-huh. And I'm getting a, uh, I mean, I haven't, it's not engraved in stone yet, but I think I'm going to put in the uh, propane gas because there's no natural gas by me, so I think I'm going to put in the gas heater. Okay. Um, but the, as far as efficiency, your electric heat pump may be your best bet. I yeah. don't know how, what you're heating. If you're going to just heat the spa or just heat the whole There pool. is no spa, just a pool. Okay, well, as far as efficiency, the electric heat pump is going to save you some money over the long run. It's just a little more money in initially. Yeah, but when you got it, Rob, you don't worry about things like that. When you make the big bucks, you just easy come, easy go. <laughs> yeah. I just go back out there and I throw $50 bills into the pool, you know. I understand. I understand. Anyway, happy anniversary. I'm really glad to hear that. Thanks a lot. And I'll talk at you later. Have a great one. All right, take care. See ya. Okay, that was uh, Rick's pool guy. In response to a letter from Joe Bolin and Tamarack to the Sun Sentinel this morning, who says that TV and radio ignores taste and feeling of older people, Liz Welch. He says the number of Americans aged 50 and over continues to grow dramatically. I believe it would be safe to assume that the vast majority of these people love music from the big band era, Joe says. Yet television and the majority of radio programs are dominated by and aimed at an audience under 21. When you hear the kids singing some of these songs, it can be pretty shocking. Shocking. He must know Ricky Ticky. I predict that the majority of youth today will be hard of hearing by the time they reach 50. Or maybe just hard. This, to me, he says, is just another example of how the taste and preferences of older persons are almost totally ignored. Thank God, Joe. Most of today's singers don't come up to Sinatra. Como. Well, there you go. If Bud Davies is listening, somebody likes Perry, somebody as old as he is. Crosby, Damone, Streisand, Bennett, etc., who brought us years of beautiful music, says Joe Bolin in Tamarack. In honor of Joe, because we're here to please... We now officially change the format of 610 WIOD to Oldie Moldies and the Big Bands. <laughs> Is she the best or what? Huh? We love you, Liz. All the Broward lines wide open, man. There's a big strip on my 16th anniversary, 16 years in Miami. And this is like the epitome of everything that I go through here every day. Look at that. Look at that. What an outpouring of emotion, not... They're almost as uh, excited about it as the management here at WYOD. March 1st, 1976. I went on the air doing noon to... Th no, doing uh, 3 to 6 at WKAT. Craig was doing noon to 3. I did 3 to 6. And then as a big bonus, because we were so uh, popular some months later, he got to do 10 to 2. I got to do 2 to 6 for no extra money. And here it is 16 years later, and now I'm doing an extra half hour for no extra money. Although I will say the base is just a little bit higher now than it was back in 1976. You know how much I was making a week, George, when I came here? The KAT? 225 a week. Which is probably more than George is making right now. No, it's not. It is? Yeah, but I didn't get all the free meals you get. Hi, I'm Karen Henderson. I'm new to this business, but I certainly know an asshole when I see one. Johnny Dark. And now, time for another episode of... George Bush, P.I. 
I was sitting in the Oval Office looking over the primary results by the light of a blinking neon sign. Wait a minute. There aren't any neon signs in the Oval Office. Anyway, the primary numbers told me the kinder, gentler thing wasn't cutting it anymore. I decided I had to go out and drum up support. I hit the street. Ow! Will somebody fix that? I headed to the city's underbelly to tap the grapevine. Teddy? Uh, yeah, you know where I can find my supporters? Yeah, uh, try your pants. That man was no good. Always talking about his pants. It works for me. I had to hit the streets again. Ow! Someone really needs to fix that. I went door to door. Hi there, I'm your... How you doing? I'm your... Hi, I'm your president. Hey there, I'm your president. Yes, George, I know. Now shut the bathroom door. Oh, yeah, right. Will George Bush find his supporters? Tune in next time for another episode of George Bush P.I. The Big H Golden How's Bud Davies doing, Ron? The big golden. <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? What the hell is this? I walked down the street. Oh, God. He followed me down the street. Oh, thank you so much. Is that, that's Doris Day again. Oh, man, here comes that uh, some young guy up again. Wait a minute. What what channel are we watching now, George? What the hell is this? W-O-R. W-O-R has got a bunch of guys in bikini briefs coming on? <laughs> George, I'm telling you, W-O-R is definitely... I've seen this show before. What is this show? I've seen this before, and it's like a flesh show. Nine bring... Broadcast Plaza. Nine Broadcast Plaza, and that's I think it's like Howard Stern has started an epidemic on O.R., they got these young hung, young guys on there with these. You, mu you must, you must, if you're at home, immediately turn on WOR on your cable, and you're just not going to believe what your eyes will see. Okay, this makes what was Midnight Blue was that Al Goldstein's thing you used to have on the cable makes it pale into insignificance. That for, look at that. Talk about hanging out. If that guy was in South Florida, man, he'd get 20 years in Rayford, probably get the chair. I can't believe this. I just cannot. Where did you? Uh, did somebody call about this? You just found it clicking around? Man, that's the thing to do, sit home and click around all day. God, you never know what you find on that tube. Look at this. They're just all taking their clothes off up on the stage. They might as well be stark naked. And the first guy, when they showed that uh, that bikini shot there at the end, he might as well have been stark naked right up there on the stage. All the desperados are at home right now just uh, grabbing it. This is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD with the best of Rogers. But, you know, here's a little show business uh, story for you guys. It's true. You know, back when uh, Stones were doing that Steel Wheels tour thing, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. <clears throat> Went to this big Hollywood party thing, because I get to go to them things, because I'm the king. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course. That's right. Anyway, and it gets real hot in there, you know, and so uh, Mick is there, Mick Jagger's there, and he decides he's going to check his coat at the check thing, and so he goes walking in the coat check thing, and there, unbelievable, is Hugh Hefner on top of Dennis Weaver just pounding the heck out of him. Oh, really? Yeah. And suddenly old Mick pops up, and he goes, hey, you, get off of my cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, you, 
Get off of my cloud. <laughs> See, when you live right, man, it just all fits in together. It just drops in. Okay, that's enough. Deerfield Beach, hello. Neil. Yes. How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Hey, I, I couldn't a, feel uh, better uh, upside down. Pretty funny story for you regarding some Canadians that I ran into a couple days ago. Yeah. Hey. Going into the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken to get uh, dinner. Mm-hmm. And here was these two old French Canadians. Going through the drive-in the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well, it's no, cheaper if you pay on the way in. I haven't been to Canada in, in a long time since I moved down here. Mm. <laughs> but um, maybe the drive-in window is on the passenger side over in Canada. Yeah. Well, the thing I, of it is they paid for two wings and they came out with six buckets, so, so it worked out well. So anyway, I get out. I get out of the car. I tell them to back up. They're going in the wrong way. They had the gall to tell me that they were going through the correct way, and I was wrong. Yeah, right. The world is out of step. They're the ones that are doing it, believe me. So I, uh, it's like that bitch I at took, the track the other night who's trying to tell the teller he should be speaking in French. I took a line off of uh, one of your shows, and I told him, Parlez-vous, douchebag. <laughs> oh. so, Saw another funny sign going up the beach in Deerfield. I guess uh, some rowdy college kids had a party. They hung um, Miller Lite beer cans from a tree, mm-hmm. and they had this chalkboard out in front, and it said, and you got to understand Deerfield Beach. you got all these old farts. Uh-huh. That, well, I understand it. The chalkboard said, honk if you wear it depends. <laughs> Talk to you later. Oh, outstanding. Miami, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Good. How are you? Happy anniversary. Well, thanks a lot, I guess. Hey, i got to complain a little bit about these FHP cops down here. Be right a, be right a welcome. Go well, ahead. You know, uh, I work over near Bird Road, and on 72nd Avenue between Bird Road and Coral Way, they had like eight troopers there this morning doing freaking vehicle inspections. Oh, yeah. What a bunch of douchebags. Freaking two is the before, word, yeah. Two days before the end of the month, these douchebags are out trying to get their quotas. Yep. You know? They're in a frenzy, man, I'll tell you. The stormtroopers on the bikes, they had like 8 million of them out there I'm at 75 in the Palmetto in the Grattany. They're, they're walking around with lumps in their pants, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were having a good time. Right. You know? Hey, I want to call a couple people douchebags. Well, they want to give you your lumps. Oh, guess who's on uh, the tube as we watch right now? Who's that? Mario! That's who it is. Oh, okay. Hey, I want to call a couple people douchebags. Okay. I want to call Raleigh and Sean two major league douchebags. Okay. Thanks, Neil. And uh, take a hold of yourself. I will. See ya. And now what in the world could this possibly be? Neil. Dan Stewart. How you doing? I'm doing okay, Dan. What the hell do you want? Hey, I'm not on your thing, so I wanted to throw in my two cents about Johnny Dart. Oh, great. Do we have the tape rolling? We're rolling. Uh, Dale Dorman, Charlie Van Dyke, Dave Maynard, Jess Kane, Bruce Bradley, and myself think that Johnny Dark is a complete asshole. Yeah. I did a little pause there so we can clip that off the tape. In fact, when I came here, I told <laughs> Dorman, and Dorman told me to give Johnny the finger. Yeah. So. Didn't tell you what to do with it, though. And I held it up, too. In fact, Johnny is waiting for it right now in the hallway. Hey, have a great life. Thanks, Dan. You really added to our life. <laughs> Thanks, Pyle. See ya. 
How do you like that? They're calling in celebrities from around America and on our star line, our bat line, just to add their voice to the growing parade of billions. George said that when Mitch Lewis uh, came up with that idea yesterday to have a uh, whole a whole tape load, a whole buttload of Johnny Dark hate messages, that they were lined up all the way to uh, some young guys across the street. Even Mr. Yutz almost got a message on there. That's how far they were lined up. Well, there's something to be said for truth. Rick and Sud, speaking of that, will be along at uh, 2 today. And they're going to let you call in and rip the, shit out, the hell out of me. Do you believe I had to do that? Well, I'm getting real comfortable here today. I just had to dump myself. I can't believe that. Well, what I said was true, wasn't it? I just had to dump myself. I said they're going to rip the... out of me. I could have I stopped there in mid-sentence, but it would have been too obvious because it started with S and ended... <laughs> George enjoyed that. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I've had to do that before. When you get really comfortable, you know, when your head is swimming from that soup. See, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that Henry did. It's like a plot. All I did was say they're going to let people call, rip the... Sh uh, shoot. Well, they are bull shooters, aren't they? Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, yeah, Neil. Yeah. I call the wish, number one wish happy anniversary. Thanks. I'm going down Federal Highway. Yeah. This you'll really enjoy. There's a Canadian in a Winnebago bago driving. In and a Winnebago? There's a Broward Sheriff's. Yeah. With the lights on. Uh huh. Trying to make him stop. Mm hmm. Right? So the lady moves to the left. <laughs> All the way down, I'd say about five blocks, finally the lady decides to pull over. It was so cute. Mm -hmm. Just as you were doing your bit on a uh, Canadian. Well, speech. she probably wanted to hear the rest of it before she stopped. Got interrupted. But anyway, have a nice holiday. Okay, and you too. Let's go to the... Oh, look who we have here, folks. And I'm not getting the card out. I don't have the energy. I'm sorry. Happy uh, anniversary. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling, and, lady. And many more to come. Oh, yeah. No, right. I don't think so. I think if I win the lottery tomorrow, this could be a nice uh, place to cap it off. Well, uh, listen, I bought uh, some scratch yesterday. Some I won $60. You brought some scratch? Yeah. Did you ever buy the scratch? No, I'm not into scratch. Oh. Well, or <coughs> so anything I won that sounds like it. I won $60. <laughs> well, that's great. And, uh, Don't bought, spend it all in one place. I bought three uh, lotto tickets for tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Did you buy any I'm going to go out tomorrow morning and buy some. I know just the uh -huh. spot to go, and I'm not going to say it on the air up there by me in Broward. And they uh -huh. never have any lines, and I can go in there. I'm going to buy I'm spending $60, just what you want, as a matter of fact. Isn't that great how that's great, right. great yeah. minds work alike? Uh-huh. Uh I wish you lots of luck. Well, that's great. And of course, if you win now, if I win or you win, we split it right down the middle. That's the deal. Right. I get 40 million, you get 10. <laughs> Not in my school. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you don't need more than 10. I mean, unless you're planning to live to 200, you know. Yeah. I'm just a young man. I got at least uh, two, three days ahead of me. Right. Okay, dear. Have a great weekend and good luck. You too. And thanks Thank for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I wasn't going to... I can't uh, reach that far. But anyway, we understand we have something even better than that. This is Chuck Meyer, and after careful consideration and scientific study, I can say with a 95% accuracy that Johnny Dark is one unmitigated, unrepentant, unabashed, grade A, U.S. government-inspected asshole. There's something you forgot, and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. Miami on the star line. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing it, Pally. You're doing it all right, Neil. I got something for you. Oh, that's I good. was in this stupid Burger King line, okay? Yeah. And, no, it wasn't Burger King. Look at it. I'm the stupid one now. It's McDonald's. Yeah. So I got these idiots in front of me. They're probably frogs is what they are. 
Uh-huh. So they ordered like three boxes of chicken McNuggets, okay? That was offer ordered what? The, the, the three boxes of those chicken McNuggets, you know, the little chickens? Yeah. Of 20 pieces. So what yeah. do you think they start doing after they pay? They start counting the damn shit. Well, listen, uh, you know, once in a while, it just uh, blur. I mean, I said it before. So they start counting those chicks, and there just weren't enough. In the Is that what he said? Yeah, he said there was chicken McNuggets. They started counting those chicks, and uh, there just weren't enough in the box. Sir, just get a grab on, grab on yourself, okay? Grapple with your conscience. What a douchebag. It's the best of Rogers. And this is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Neil's on vacation this week. So while he's away, we're broadcasting the best of Neil. Highlights of previously broadcast programs. Now back to Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. You know, retirement just wasn't my style, so I began working nights down here as a janitor in this old office building. Yeah. <laughs> just to keep busy, I guess, because it pays below minimum wage, but... Anyway, oh, hey, there's the big cheese now. How you doing tonight? Hey, working uh, kind of late, aren't you? How you doing? Yeah, having a pretty tough night. Yeah, well, <sighs> good night. Night. Yeah, you're going to watch the game tonight? Yeah, I'm across the street. Free pizza at beer night over there. I've had a pretty tough day. I thought I'd just uh, watch the game with the fellows over at the bar. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to listen to it on this old radio here. The antenna's kind of shaky. And well, they got a big screen color TV over there. It's the uh, best picture oh, I've ever seen. Yeah, big screen color. Great picture. <laughs> I heard it is. Boy, I'd sure like to be there. Well, you know, I got all my work done. And... Oh, really? You're, you're all done? Yeah, you suppose maybe I could... Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, maybe I could... Well, I got my BMW in the garage. I got a Blaputnik radio in there. I can pick up the... You can drive me. Anything. Here. No, no. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you my car keys. Why don't you clean out my car? I got a wicked stain yeah. in the back seat. Yeah, I've got some stuff in the trunk and clean it up with. Uh, Simonize it. I'll be back in about two hours, and I'll, maybe I'll bring you a piece of pizza. Okay, Dad? Well, Dad, listen, thanks a lot. I hear my keys, and uh, be careful not to scratch the car, and I'll be back in about two hours. Two hours? Yeah, yeah I gotta watch, I gotta watch the You're game. not gonna bring. Why, well, you ungrateful. You, Esther said you were a worthless <laughs> second son of a. You, know, you, you can't be my son. Nobody's that ungrateful. You breath. I'll take your stained BMW and run that mother right into the damn river, you, you worth Nothing gets someone's attention like a good string of profanities. Pig-faced. This message brought to you by the National Cursing Foundation. And remember our motto, go f*** yourself. Here's the Hollywood. Hello? Neil. Yeah? I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm for? Uh, well, last week I said something I shouldn't have, and you dumped me. Well, really, you should be sorry. I'm didn't really you call sorry. Rick and Suds and apologize for it, too? I didn't. Yes, Why I did. Why don't you stop being such a wimp already, okay? I just want Come to up be with loved. Something... Is that so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Always loved that boy, Gary, man. He just kicked the Steve, pardon me for being a sales asshole, Paris, out of the studio. It was great. This is the new deal now. This is about the last three mornings, Thursday and Friday of last week and this morning, between Denenberg and Paris. I'm sitting in here like all morning long. They're in this studio. Every time we go into a break, they're even during the show, they're in here. And pop, 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 just, just bullshooting, man. And boy, Gary comes in here and says, talk to him during the newscast. Come on, get the hell out of here already. Did I say that? Well, something close to that. It was tremendous. What a job, Gary. Nice job. Get a haircut. Boy, Gary is running the whole operation now. In fact, he's, he's going to be changing the music on the coast, he said, during the next hour, which can't hurt. I love those promos we run, even though they're insipid and idiotic, the ones where our, that twerp from New England who does all our uh, annoying things. 
about the FM and about 30 in a row and 45 in a row, and you'll never hear anything. If, like, they drop H-bombs on Homestead, you'll never hear it on FM, so don't waste your time with them. I love that. I wonder how Fleetwood likes those. I do enjoy it when Ranieri and uh, Roger are out of the studio. I like that a lot. Come in here, you can actually sit down. Think about Roger that drives me nuts, among many other things. But the one thing that bothers me the most, why does he have to sit in this chair until Ranieri has said the last word every day? I mean, there's like nothing is going to go wrong. There's not going to be any different. It's always, hold on to what y'all got. Bah, bah, bah. And that, why does he have to insist on sitting in this chair? You know, because there's a very short turnaround. You've got to sit down, get your carts ready, get yourself organized, get the you know, copy out for your spots. You've got a whole bunch of crap to do. And he insists on sitting in his goddamn chair right till the last second. The loyal trooper that he is, man. Hold on to what y'all got. Ba, 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 da, hold on to, you know, God. One day I'm just going to tell him no, 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 and that'll be the end of that. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Pretty good, damn it. I got an old blue See, hair Alex, frog Don't mess story. up Renary's show again, Alex. Yes, sir? An old blue hair frog story. Okay. I was in Winn-Dixie on Saturday. Yeah. So I'm in the, like, the 10 item or underline, you know, when it says, uh, you know, you can go 10 items or less or something. Yeah. So I had maybe nine items. So I'm, I'm in between these, like an old bag sandwich or something. I had 11, by the way. I don't want to, I shouldn't admit that, but I had 11. So, so an old lady in front of me waiting to get a price on some rolls or something. Uh-huh. So I'm, I put all my stuff on. All you put on I, what? I put all my stuff on. And so all of a sudden I turn around and here's this old Canadian bitch counting my stuff. She's counting everything. I turn around <laughs> and I go, what are you doing? She goes, well, in that accent, it came into it. But she goes, no, I got kicked out of line for, for all this stuff. And I go, well, why don't you mind your own business? Yeah. And she goes, well, I got kicked out of this store f- before for bringing in 10 items or less. And I go, I go, shut up and go back to Canada. Hey. And she goes, uh, knock it off, big man. It was just a big to-do. And it just, why don't we just set them all packed? Right. Why don't we just have a big fleet of buses? We'll give them a big fleet of buses and a big box of fleet enemas and uh, go hand in hand. All right, and, and just send them due north. Get them out of town by the end of this week. I think we should have like a massive campaign. And by the way, I don't want to get you depressed, but in the uh, Herald in the Herald business section this morning yes. is a big thing. The Canadian Connection. Entrepreneurs from the north find the climate right for business in Florida and about how we're being infested and invaded and a whole, it's just like a big, disgusting thing going on here. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. I bring up again that old bag at Pompano that uh, one night last week who's given the uh, teller a bunch of crap or whatever that word I bleeped out last week was on the air, which I almost just said again. I think I'm going to bleep myself out several times this week, because I'm full of it, man. I'm telling you. I'm tired of these damn frogs coming down here, pushing us around, telling us what to say and how to say it, and to take their crappy, cheap tips and just uh, just peeing on our parade, man. I don't like it. I don't think most of you do either, in spite of what Current Affairs said. George said he saw that thing, and they actually had the unmitigated gall, the chutzpah, to tape, I knew he was doing that. I knew he was taping that call that day he called in, trying to be cute and evasive. Uh, so, Neil, what about uh, these French Canadians? I mean, come on, quit beating around the bush, okay? Go find a real story somewhere. Let's go to Miami on the Star Line. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I, uh, I know how you love Miami's finest, and I got a little story I want to share with you. Another porker story? Yeah, man. Okay. I'm coming home two Saturdays ago from the Miami Heat game. Mm-hmm. I live north, so I'm heading up I-95. I realize I'm low on gas. Yeah. What a mistake. I pull off on 79th Street. You pulled it off on 79th Street, huh? Yeah. That's a good idea. the law, too, I guess. Oh, you bet. As it turned out, it was, that's the way it worked. I go in there, start to, uh, I fill up my gas tank, and there's a Latin, uh, couple real macho fellows there uh, getting gas. And about that time, about five bikers pull up. Mm. I haven't seen bikers 
said two summers ago, and that was in Orlando. I didn't think they were in Miami, but they were here two Saturdays ago. Now, well, at least they spoke English. That's a good start. Yeah. Well, they didn't uh, get along too well with the uh, uh, biculturalism here because uh, <laughs> the, the two macho boys and them end up in an argument. Mm. One of them goes to his trunk of his car, pulls out a double-barreled shotgun. <laughs> now there's this altercation going on. Yeah. The biker says, I bet it ain't even loaded. With that, I decided to disappear. Yeah, good, good choice. Man, I duck around the corner. Yeah. There's a few minutes go by, a lot of heated arm. More motorcycles pull up. Now I'm, I'm assuming there's about a dozen up there. Now they've got this big altercation. It's two against 12. And I hear the shotgun go off. With this, I duck back in behind a couple of houses and tear off about a half a block away and start hiding out. Now, with the commotion, porch lights are coming on. People are yelling and screaming. They're saying, he's in the backyard. He's in the backyard. Well, it's me. They're talking. <laughs> So I ride off a car two, two blocks away. I'm only trying to get back to my car. Right. I'm finding my way back to Texaco Station. Now up and down the street, I hear the motorcycles on the side <laughs> street going. I got no way to get back except across backyards, which only arouses more people. Everyone's raising hell now, and uh, you know they're coming out of their houses and everything, and I'm running across, uh, jumping over fences. I finally make my way just about back yeah. to the Texaco and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm accosted by three black guys who are intent on robbing me. Now, I didn't want to... What a great up. story. Oh, this is terrible. This is... Well, now, we haven't heard it all. We okay. hear the circus. I only got well, 45 I, seconds now. Okay, how Although it's worth preempting me. the news, I think. Go ahead. Okay, bottom line is they, they smack me in the head. They take my money, my car keys. Yeah. I got no way to get home. Right. I go back to the gas station, call my wife who's coming with the car key. Yeah. With that, a couple of uh, ladies of the evening around there. Yeah. They show up and 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 uh, believe it or not, they were con uh, they were trying to help me. Pulled out of tissues. I don't know where these tissues have been, but I do want to refuse the hospitality. <laughs> you know, I got my head bleeding and everything. So the cops call uh, pull up, and my uh, the, the uh, ladies are my public defenders now, and they're making my case for me. Right. This guy, yes, so what happened? So what happened? Well, the only thing he's looking for is a prowler. Yeah. So. I told him, yeah, sure, I was doing it. But that, he handcuffed so, me, and the hooker objects to it. So he handcuffed her, too, and then now the two of us are handcuffed together. Unbelievable. This time, my wife shows up. Yeah. Now she wants to know why I'm handcuffed to the hooker. Time's up. Okay. Well, you can see, but bottom line was, the sergeant came along and let me go, and I did get home safely. Can I make but, a suggestion to you? Story, though. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Don't do it again. Don't go to any Miami Heat game. Okay. That's it. We'll be back someday. The best of Rogers continues in minutes on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Tonight at 8, it's Goldberg at Night with Hank Goldberg. But right now, back to the best of Neil on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. You know, it takes all kinds of people to make America what it is today. It takes doctors. Hello. And lawyers. Hi there. Accountants. 27. And librarians. But it also takes much more than that. It also takes America's morons. Use your signals, you idiot! <laughs> Good morning! You know us. Why, we're all around you. We're taking 200 items through the express lane of the supermarket. Wait, let me get my other card. It's over here. <laughs> we're sitting behind you in the movie theater wrapping our Christmas gifts. <laughs> yip the boo, yip the boo. <laughs> and we're holding up your bank line while we try to cash a check from the Bank of Venus. Hey, pal, could you hurry it up? 
fine. How are you? We're the Association of Ignorant Americans, and we're always looking for new members. So if you hate any minority, don't read much, and just love to litter, then have a friend dial the phone for you and give us a call. Just dial area code 632-626-6766 or... Me, I'm a moron. Oh. Hi, I'm a moron. It's two o'clock in the morning. Oh, was you sleeping? Are you a moron? America's morons. We're taking years off your life. Here's a mobile in the Gables. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? It's the Duke. The Duke. How you doing, Duke? I'm doing fine. I got to tell you an experience. Only I one had. Duke bag per call. What's that? I said, how you doing? I don't have my white sheets on today. It's the wrong Duke. Okay. Anyway, I'm at a uh, a luncheon two weeks ago, downtown Miami. I hear that some of those people in Georgia have a burning passion to vote for Pat Buchanan. Could that be possible? Uh, pass me the match. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm uh, at a luncheon, uh, a fundraiser for the Boy Scouts two weeks ago, and uh, we're sitting down at the table and introducing one another who's sitting at our table, and this guy introduces himself as your uh, sports director from WIOD, and then two other guys sit down. One guy introduces himself as Boy Gary, and then the other guy tells me he's Mike Disney. Really? It turns out I'm sitting at the table with three people from your station. So we have Tell to that Joe Z to get a haircut. Oh! <laughs> anyway, know. we're sitting there and we're talking, and I said, you know, how do you guys take all this uh, stuff from Neil? He goes, oh, we don't listen to him. We don't listen to him. <laughs> and they just, they just brush it off like ducks water off their back. Right. And then after... Well, because they think that it's a big joke, even though they know it's all true, right? Well, uh, I asked them. In fact, it was Tommy... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dannenberg. Dannenberg's birthday. Yeah. That's the day that the uh, the luncheon was. And then I asked them after. I went up to them and I said, Hey, guys, how come you don't put Stan Majors on in the evening? He goes, Oh, Larry King is a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. I said, Get your head out of the sin. How can you even think that way? They don't want to have anything to do with real stuff. They want to have, you know, uh, Larry King on the air. Pablum, Pablum. It's incredible. Yeah, it anyway, is incredible. If you go to uh, Cellular One, that'd be great because I just switched over, and then I'll be able to call you and say free at last, free at last. Okay, well, listen, hold Thank your breath. Thank God in. Almighty, this call is free at last. Take a deep breath right now. Inhale, I'll let you know. I'll we'll uh, give you the signal. I don't want to blow out the flames on the crosses. Okay. Thanks for the report. Thank you. So, uh, where's the Davy Gravy line? Well, we have a spy report on here from Roger, who left it on the log that Davy Gravy line is back at Winds doing news. How do you like that, huh? How they keep returning to the scene of the crime. Kendall. Uh, Neil, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing great, well, man. Well, that's uh, good. I've been listening to you for a couple of years. I just want to say I really enjoy your program. Of course. Um, I got something, uh, I don't know if you uh, read about it, but I was reading uh, the Herald on Saturday, and uh, there was this uh, Hialeah police uh, captain yeah. for seven years was pulled over in Hialeah. Um, <laughs> he, he coasted 12 blocks until he got into Hialeah Gardens, which is which he's the captain of. The cop pulled him up. He got out of his car. The cop wanted to give him a DUI, and uh, he ended up punching the cop, and they had other cops there. And uh, uh, I, I think know. we're missing something on this story somewhere in the translation, but... Well, he, no, he, was, he, was, uh, he had it pulled over for seven years? No, 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 no. No, no, no. He was the captain of the Hialeah Gardens Police Department for seven yeah, years. Yeah, and he was and he pulling was, it for seven years. Yeah. yeah, he was pulling it for seven years, and he was pulled over for mm -hmm. DUI, and, yeah. and he was arrested for DUI and assault right. and battery on another police officer. Can you believe that? Well, that kind of makes up for it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I just want to say, uh, in closing, Adrian, if you're listening, you're a you're a taco making douchebag. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Wow, I thought we had a real good one coming there, didn't you, man? Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. We want our goddamn trouser trout back, and we want it now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fish for this. I think the guy's got a point. Reminds me of the thing this guy sent me in the mail this morning. It says, cover your mullet with hot tuna. And it's got a pair of shorts, and there's a tuna sticking out, which goes, it, it just bears out. And this is, this is not a drawing. This is a bumper sticker, okay? It's like a real bumper sticker. There's a tuna sticking its little head out there out of a trouser leg, which makes it a trouser fish at the very least, if not trout. And since I haven't asked for its ID or passport, it might just damn well be a trout. Okay? 